We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. program Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Tom, And I'm your co-host Raven Devaney. And today we are reviewing the films Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Bend It Like Beckham, Kids for Cash, and discussing the music group Pop Fiction. So right now we're speaking with Jerry about Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Thank you for joining us today, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing very good. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Can you please tell us about this film? Because I have wanted to see this film for, like, the longest. Well, basically, it's about a dog who is better than everybody human else and everybody dog else. He can speak. He can walk on his two hind legs. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He got the Nobel Peace Prize. He's a scientist. He's an archaeologist. He's basically everything in one little dog body. And his greatest adventure yet, though, starts... When he adopts the young boy, that boy goes to school. Well, I think that the biggest adventure, well, the biggest challenge and adventure for any person is to have a child. I mean, I wouldn't know, obviously, <laughs> but I think that my mom had a hard time and I think it was worth it. <laughs> Can you tell me about some of the acting of the cast members, like the voice acting? Oh, all of them did fantastic. I did meet Ty Burrell, and I basically met all the three main characters, and it was really fantastic. They're all really nice, and you know what was weird? Two people, one of the two main characters, Penny and Mr. Sherman, Mm -hmm. were also from Modern Family. Ooh. So it was kind of interesting, and in Modern Family, this is just a little trivia fact, that (laughs) Penny... In Modern Family was Sherman's daughter, but not in this one. So it's kind of weird. Oh, that's cool. I love how, like, if people are in other things and then you see them in something totally different, like an animation film or a film when they're used to TV or voiceover when they're used to film or movie, it's like, whoa, totally different. (laughs) Did you recognize their voices? Because a lot of the times you'll be like, whoa, they totally changed their voices and it's totally different. So did you recognize any of their voices? No, I didn't. And I didn't recognize especially Ty Burrell's voice because he did. he's usually spastic and loud in Modern Family. But in this, he was quiet, calm. Oh. He had a fancy, you know, kind of fancy, talkative way, <laughs> like British. And he was like, hello, my name hello. is Mr. Sherry. But in Modern Family, he was like, hi, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> so it was completely different, and it took me a while to realize, oh, man, that's Ty Burrell. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I was watching this animation, and it had Josh Hutcherson in it, but I didn't realize it. And then, well, he was talking in his normal voice. I just didn't realize it. And I'm just like, whoa, now I want to watch it again because he's in it. <laughs> so <laughs> did you like the overall production? Oh, it wrapped up really nicely. You don't realize it until the end, but... It just wraps up so nicely. It's like it's you like a perfect spend, little package. Yeah, it's like you spent like two hours on this burrito. You finally just wrap <laughs> it up and you take the first bite. You're like, mm, this is good. It's like that pretty much. I love your analogy. 
Your analogy is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I can tell you like burritos, so we're on the same page. <laughs> can you tell us about the animation and cinematography? You know, the animation is definitely, well, it's normal. Well, normal modern animation. This is based off the five minute cartoons. Mm -hmm. And that animation was kind of older. It was 2D. It was kind of colory. It mm -hmm. was really old. Well, wow. they it was modern for them, but for us, it's really old. It's grandpa yeah. old. It's grandpa and, old. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how, but they wrapped it up. So it's beautiful 3D clear animation. They also, like in one of the scenes, you can see all the characters holding a smartphone. They didn't have smartphones like 20 years ago. So they also updated the technology in the film. They updated the animation. And I watched the episode of one of the older commercials, and even the voices sounded kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I love how when, like, it has a different time or a different period and that you can see that it's totally, totally in the back. Because if it's like, if you go back in time and you see someone with a microwave, it's like... Well, they didn't have microwaves back then, so so it's not realistic. But I like how in this film it's realistic. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Bend It Like Beckham, Kids for Cash, and discussing the music group Pop Fiction. So right now, let's continue speaking with Jerry about Mr. Peabody and Sherman. And we were just speaking about animation and the cinematography and how there are phones in this film. <laughs> Smartphones. And how they didn't have that back then. And everything is just time warped. <laughs> So how is the humor in this film? Because it looks like a really funny film. Pretty. Oh, you know, it was pretty fun, funny. One of the funniest has to be in the Roman times when it was one of the biggest wars. I'm not going to spoil anything. That Something does happen. And Penny's like, ew, what is that stench? And one of the Romans guy is the stench of victory. And raises <laughs> up his armpits. He's like... Ooh. Mm, you smell that stench of victory. <laughs> it's like, well, victory <laughs> <And then> smells <laughs> bad. <laughs> and when you watch that Roman time, that entire scene, it's pretty freaking funny. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Yep. I love to laugh, so I'll probably love this film. You know. So who is your favorite character? Hmm. You know... I would have to say Sherman, honestly, because he, he starts out as a good kid, but then when Penny, when he meets Penny, who she is a bit of a troublemaker, mm -hmm. he kind of becomes a troublemaker too. And I like Sherman because he's extremely smart and he's only like six and he figures out how to like fix all of time and stuff at six years old. Yeah, I wish I could do that when I was six. When yeah, I was six, I colored. Nice. I colored and I learned the alphabet. That's that's what I learned when I was six. <laughs> I wish and I was, could become a genius. And it was funny because when Mr. Peabody had to come from school for something, he was like already prepared for this and he didn't know what was going on. He would just figure, oh, yes, I know. We, he probably needs to be advanced a couple of grades. I have history until like for fifth grade, sixth grade. <laughs> fifth grade. And he just started kindergarten, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, on one hand, I wish that would happen to me, like, when I was younger, but on the other hand, I'd be like, I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest one here. No, I'm the, I'm the youngest one here, I'm the shortest one here, and I'm learning fifth and sixth grade math, so I'd just be a little self-conscious. Yeah. So, how many stars do you give this film? Oh, five out of five stars, absolutely. Wow. I probably would, too, so we're on the same page. Yeah. Did you find any morals, messages, or lessons in this film? You know, I have to say there is one that even the smartest people have problems with other people. That's that's deep. Because well, I... Mr. Peabody, he's like the smartest thing on earth, but but he can't deal with a son. Yeah, it always seems that way. Like, it always seems like if you're really good at, like, well, you seem to be good at everything, like, the simplest things are 
like the simplest challenges are hard for you. So everyone's built different ways and everyone's born different ways and everyone looks at themselves different ways. So you can't judge people like that. So music is by Danny Elfman. How, how did you, how did you feel his music worked with the movie? You know, the music was not that much and honestly think it was that way. Mm-hmm. And because this movie, if you just heard some random music, maybe like a sound of a bell or something while they're traveling through time, but not music, because they're traveling through time. You don't hear that much music. <laughs> but when there is music towards the end, towards the beginning, and around there are times, it is pretty good, and it is fitting. And he did a great job, and I think that it's it's perfectly well how it is, honestly. Yeah, I'm glad that it's not, like, I'm glad that it's little and not too much, because when it's too much, that's all you're thinking about. So I'm glad that it wasn't overdoing it. So what genre is this film for you? Hmm, well, I can name a couple. I could say action, adventure, comedy, uh, romance. I can say at least 20 off the top of my head. But wow. I think the main genre of this film is either comedy or adventure. Well, that's good. I like comedy and adventure. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Thank you so much for letting me speak to you. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) It's always a pleasure speaking with you, Jerry. It's in theaters March 7th, so please check that out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. I'm your co-host, Vinta Danny. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And right now we are going to be talking about Bend It Like Beckham, and we have with us Simone. So how are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I am fantastic. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this film that will be premiering on HGNet Movies very soon? 
Well, this film is about a teenager named Jess who loves soccer, but she is from an Indian family who does not like girls playing sports. Well, she keeps playing soccer, but soon she has to make a decision with it when, eh, whenever or whether she wants to play soccer or just make her family ha- happy and quit. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about this film? I loved it. The costumes and the music were all just so very well put together. And what did you think about the cinematography? The cinematography was great. I mean, they did such a good job just filming and using the camera work during the scenes that involved the girls playing soccer. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you liked the costumes. Tell us a little bit more about those and the set well, design and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, since Jess came from an Indian family, they really, you know, included the Indian culture through their costumes. All the ladies had on traditional Indian costumes and the music in the background was usually Indian music and the set was just, some of it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it really captured the culture and sort of the feel of her environment where she was growing up? Yes. That's awesome. So do you have a favorite character? Well, my favorite character is the main character, which is Jess. She's so outgoing and headstrong that you can't help but love her. (laughs) And did you think that you could relate to her in any way? Pardon me? Do you think that you could relate to her in any way? Turn, um... Um, yeah, she's she's about my age, so I could really relate to her and what her problems she was going through. Mm -hmm. And do you have a favorite scene in this film? Yes, my favorite scene, well, she was taking the last kick in the final game of the season. And, you know, she looked out and the players on the other team, she visualized them as her family. And that was just a great way of showing that, you know, her family's standing in her way, but she wasn't going to let that stop her. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit about the actors in this film. Um, this film features Kira Knightley, um, lots of big name actors. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you thought of the actors and how they did. Well, all the actors were great. I mean, they were talented and they really brought the stories to life. And, you know, Kira Knightley did a really good job of just putting emotion into the movie. And they were, mm-hmm. um, her and Parminder were just great co-people together. Yeah, they had a good chemistry. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so talk to us a little bit about the music. I know you said that often there was Indian music going on in the background, but what? how do you think the music carried the feel of the film? The music really helped me relate to what was going on in the movie where Jess was originally from because they used traditional Indian music, so of course it wasn't in English, but I mm-hmm. could still tell what the mood was or what was supposed to be going on in that scene. Absolutely. So what do you think the biggest messages in this film are? I think the overall message is that reaching your goal isn't always easy, but it is always worth it. Mm -hmm. So what genre do you think that you would put this film in? Man, this this movie is definitely a drama. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. And do you think that it would be good for families or is it more for, you know, someone our age or what do you think? It's more for the older audience. They do use some choice words in their scripts, so Mm -hmm. that's why I think I recommend this for older kids. Mm -hmm. And this is a film, you know, that's based around girls, so do you think that it's just for a female audience, or do you think that sort of everyone can get a, a good experience from this? I think both boys and girls will enjoy it because, you know, the sport action is kind of boyish but the girls and what the main character goes through is definitely girls would lean towards watching this movie more than boys but it's for both absolutely you're listening to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids network i'm your co-host raven devaney and i'm your co-host brianna hope and today we are talking about the films mr peabody and sherman bend it like beckham kids for cash and we will be talking about the music group pop fiction so right now we are talking with simone about bend it like beckham which sounds like a fantastic film and it's going to be playing on kids scene so be sure to check it out um she was just telling me all about the cinematography and the feel of the movie and so it sounds very good so if you could change anything about this movie do you think you would Yeah, I think I would have it relate more to the younger kids, maybe not use as much cursing as they did in Mm -hmm. the fact in the script and such. But most overall, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. 
So talk to me a little bit about the family dynamic, because as you mentioned before, there's a conflict between her wanting to follow her dreams and wanting to please her family. So how do you think the family dynamic was and is it relatable to, you know, common problems that we might have with our parents and um, how the dynamic was played out? You know, because I notice sometimes in a lot of movies, the families will either be like way too perfect or like way too terrible and there's not like a common ground and it might not necessarily be realistic. So what did you think for this film? Well, every parent or the parents do want what's best for their children. And I think this family just wanted, you know, her to relate and keep um, using her tra- the, their traditions in being Indian. And she just wanted to branch out a little, but, you know, you know that they're caring, they're still caring for her and they don't want to make her angry, but she still wants to follow her dreams. So I think most families can relate to that because we all go through it. We all want to be something that, you know, our parents are like, no, let's do something else. Absolutely. Well, how many stars do you think you give this film? Well, I give this film four out of five stars. And why is that? Um, The movie was a little bit long. I think it was two hours, 30 Mm -hmm. minutes. So you kind of, you should have cut it down a little bit some scenes were just I feel like they were just fillers and again going back to the choice words that they used I didn't think this allowed a big audience to watch the movie Mm -hmm. absolutely um so it was directed by and I hope I don't butcher his name but it's Gurinder Chatta how do you think that he did he did a wonderful job I mean the angles were great as I said and just the overall just bringing the whole movie together was very impressive Mm mm-hmm So do you think that this film is something that, you know, has a very unique sense to it or does it sort of compare to other films that we see now or, you know, older films that have been done? Well, you know, a lot of movies use the message of, you know, reaching your goal. You It won't be easy, but, you know, it's always worth it when you get to the end. But I think using that as not a lot of girls are, you know, young girls go on to be playing professional soccer. So this really gives it its edge that it needs to maybe open up and reach a new audience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so this film definitely, you know, covers a bit of rebellion, especially since, you know, this young girl is running off to Germany Uh, with Mm -hmm. a football team you know or soccer you know and um do you think that it addresses how you know a lot of times kids if they're held back too much by their parents you know they act out in rebellious ways and was there closure around that with her and her family yeah I mean you know you it's not always good you like you should never run away from your parents but they (laughs) were (laughs) don't go to Germany please (laughs) but they were very you know, hard on her about what she should do. So eventually she kind of branched out and she was older when she did this. So it wasn't like she was really young, but it's, you know, you should always, you know, give your children a little freedom and let them do what they want. So they don't totally go crazy. Absolutely. Well, this film sounds incredible. Do you have anything else that you would like to tell us about it? No, that's about it. I mean, I addressed everything and overall was a good movie. Overall, absolutely. So do you think that this is a film? Because I know it, it's a little bit older. It came out in 2002, 2003. Um, mm-hmm. So do you think that it's something that you would watch with your friends now? Or is it, you know, not as up to par with the films that we see that are new and fancy and shiny and whatnot? I know. I know lots of movies, they have the big explosion scenes and the really cool effects. But me and my friends still watch old movies with, you know, doesn't have all that goes glam and the flash but it's still really nice and it did keep me on the edge of my seat for most of the time so yeah I would watch it with my friends yeah and I honestly think like so many of the movies that come out now they're like Mm -hmm. almost like how you were saying this movie was a little bit long like it had some filler scenes I think so many of the movies that come out now are just like filled with like oh how much explosions and how much like glamour and glitz and special effects can we fit into like an hour and a half to two hour movie so it's nice that this film you know gets back to the basics Um, So Mm -hmm. like I said, it sounds like a fantastic film. It definitely covers a lot of, you know, different messages and different things. Uh, So Simone, thank you so much for telling us about Bend It Like Beckham, which is on Kids Scene. So guys, be sure to check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking with Simone about Bend It Like Beckham. We reviewed the film Mr. Peabody and Sherman. We are reviewing the films Kids for Cash and discussing the music group Pop Fiction. So right now we are speaking with my wonderful co-host Raven about Kids for Cash. Oh, Brianna, you're too kind. (laughs) (laughs) I love speaking with Raven because she's my co-host and buddy. And so I was able to see this film last week. And I really wanted to discuss it with someone. So when I found out I was discussing it with you, I'm just like, whoa. So can you please tell us about, uh, can you please tell our listeners about this film? Absolutely. So Kids for Cash is a documentary that follows sort of the scandal, or not even a scandal, just the issues that happened in the juvenile courtrooms um, in Pennsylvania surrounding uh, Judge Mark Chivarelli. Chivarella? Yes, that's his last name. Chivarella. Um, And pretty much sort of what was happening, it was like a very two-sided thing. Um, He was getting paid millions of dollars in kickbacks to send um, children, you know, to juvenile detention, to Mm -hmm. juvie, you know. And he incarcerated over 3,000 children in his term. And he was was elected for a 10-year term in 1995 and then again in 2005. So he's still Mm -hmm. like a judge, but he sort of stepped down since everything crazy has been going on um mm-hmm. but pretty much like in that period of time he's incarcerated over 3000 children for very very minor things um because yeah. his thing is like if i can punish you you know to the full extent of the law i will and mm-hmm. so kids were being put away for 4 years because they made a fake myspace account or this one kid um, when he was uh, 13, he got put away for five years because his parents bought a um, a moped for him, but they didn't know uh-huh. the person that they bought it from had stolen it. Yeah. So he got locked up for something that wasn't even his fault or his parents' fault, and he was in jail for, like, his entire childhood. So mm-hmm. it just talks about that, and this film also features um, interviews with the judge, which is uh-huh. awesome because it gives both sides, so you sort of get to 
choose who you're whose side <laughs> you're on and you get more information and um the, the film itself was just very moving and it made me sad yeah I mean it's like they were they were children like, yeah they, they were children guys <laughs> they're, they're like us but it's like there were two judges uh Conahan and Severella, I think. Severella, yeah. Severelli. Anyway, um, one thought that he was like, I'm doing the right thing. I, I didn't do anything wrong. And one guy was like, yeah, I did something wrong. I understand that. But I just think that's weird because they were both doing the same thing. Yeah. But one thought it was wrong and one thought what he was doing was perfectly fine. Yeah. And I just I just don't – because if I got sent away for four years, um, I would cry a lot. I would yeah, cry a lot. I would cry too. We would all cry. But the thing is, that's that's crazy. It's like you were saying, yeah, one of the judge, um, like, Chivarella, in, the, in, in his interviews, he was like, I do agree. Because what, their whole thing, what they were saying is they were like, yes, we were getting money, but it was because of a finder's fee. Because their whole thing yeah. is they were like, okay, these kids are being sent away to juvenile detention. And the facility that they were in was disgusting. It was just very dirty, not like a yeah. healthy place for children Roaches. to spend their childhood. So he was like, okay, well let's get a group together and build a new one. And then the person, you know, the contractor and the people that build it, um, they were like, oh, we'll give you a finder's fee because, you know, if we get given a project, we'll pay you. But what he did is he was like, okay, yeah, like I didn't file uh, with the Supreme Court that I was getting money from an outside source. So that was wrong. But he doesn't address the fact that he was sending away children for like no reason, you know? And, like, I completely understand that if somebody were to do a major offense, like, their whole thing is they were concerned about, like, incidents like Columbine and, you know, Mm -hmm. very, very serious offenses and very, very serious things. But I think, you know, if somebody's making, like, a fake internet account or if somebody gets into one fight at school, you know, they don't need to be locked up for the rest of their childhood. Because in most of the cases, the kids came out and they were destroyed. Like, they they missed their entire childhood. Like, people were released when they were 18, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, adults, technically, and they missed their entire childhood, like a ton of people were diagnosed with like post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, anxiety, social anxiety, like all this stuff. And one kid was talking about how, when he went in, um, I don't know if you remember Brianna, he was the one, he went in for something super minor, like getting into like a really, really, really minor fight with his family or his parents or something. And when he was, he got put in there when he was 12 and when he was in there for years, like, he was surrounded by a bunch of older kids that actually, like, had robbed banks, like, done armed robbery, like, gotten mm-hmm. into huge fights, like, um, been mixed up in drugs. And so then he started learning about all of the stuff that, like, scarred him and stuff yeah. that he didn't need. And he got into, like, drugs and violence because they put him in there. So it wasn't like it made him a better person. It, like, yeah. really messed him up. Really, yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing the films Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Bend It Like Beckham, Kids for Cash, and discussing pop fiction. So right now let's continue speaking with Raven about Kids for Cash. We were just speaking about these kids' lives and what they went through in the juvenile detention center. And I mean, Raven, it's like throughout this film, it was like he, not not the judge, but the kids like their moms were like talking and it's like other kids are like yeah in high school I went here and in high school I did this and what do those kids have to talk about like I yeah I went I went to juvie basically yeah so. absolutely yeah how does this oh, oh you okay <laughs> how is the overall speed of this film because I felt like it was really good so but I just want to know what you think I thought this film was really good because it gave you a lot of information and it gave you the legal um, aspect of everything, but then it also gave you the emotional aspect of everything. So it was like, even though it was about like the legal aspects of things and legalities and the things that were illegal, it was very emotional because you got to see these families and these kids who had, you know, torn apart, yeah. torn apart completely for really for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like the pace of this film was good. It was, it you know, in a lot of documentaries, it's like way too much information. But this film was right. very entertaining, and mm-hmm. it definitely it was very interesting. Interest. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. Like definitely something. Like I was talking to my mom about it um, the other day. I was like, "Let me tell you about all of this stuff." So it was definitely <laughs> it 
it kept me engaged the whole time and it, it definitely you know delivered the information in a way where it you know made sense to people who might not understand the legality of a lot of things yeah I, I watched this with my parents my mom and my dad so well more so my mom because my dad did do things but it's like I felt like she could relate to it because she's a parent. She's a parent. And it's like, if my child was sent away, I would be distraught. And I could relate to it because I'm a child. And if I got sent away, I would be distraught. So it's like, but their main thing, it was like, yeah, if they go in here, they're going to be cured and they can be totally free. And it's like, but I feel like they made them more damaged. Yeah. The judge, um, judge Chivarella, he was like, oh, well, my whole goal was to scare them senseless so that they would, like, never do anything bad Mm -hmm. again. But they got so scared that it destroyed their lives. Like, there comes a point where it's too much, you know? Yeah, and it's like, uh, I don't care anymore, so I'm just going to do it, yeah. And the thing that was really bad is the police and the and the judges were telling the parents, like, okay, if you cooperate, like, yeah. you'll be out of here and it'll be fine. So they would be like, do you have an attorney? And the parents would say no. And they were like, okay, sign this paper. What they didn't know, they were signing away their right to attorney. So they were yeah. signing away their right to counsel. So pretty much the kids would go into the courtroom and they would be in there for, like, one minute, two minute, three minutes tops. And yeah. then they'd be shackled off in handcuffs away. Like they wouldn't even get a chance to uh, say their own story because the judge was already so set in his mind that like these kids need yeah. to be punished. And so it really wasn't fair at all. I mean, that, that just, just, that just describes how powerful this film was because mm-hmm. it, it was a documentary, but it, I really learned a lot from it because there was the facts at the end where it was like, um, it's like 2 million kids get incarcerated every year and yeah. like 95% of them are nonviolent crimes and and, and don't have just, a previous history with yeah, anything. It, yeah. It's so it's so much information that I got and I thought that was really cool. So Raven, what age range do you give this film? I would definitely recommend this film for like 11, 12 and up because mm-hmm. like it definitely has a lot of really good information that I think people should be aware of, especially kids, you know, that are our age that should realize like one, how lucky we are that yes. not all judges are like that. <laughs> and also, like little things that you do in your life will affect you, you know? So yes. that's not to say like, oh, be terrified and like, don't do anything, like don't mess up ever. But it definitely is something that's informational that I think kids should watch. But then again, it also is very heavy subject and it is definitely, you know, powerful stuff. So it, I would recommend, you know, kids should watch it, but as long as you're mature enough to handle. Yeah, and some there. some terms and words that they used, I didn't yeah. even understand. So it's like, I don't think, people younger than me would understand it's like they're big political words and yeah I googled a few things I had my phone out (laughs) the terms and stuff and also there is a little bit of you know inappropriate language because these kids are talking about like what they went through to them yeah no I totally get you girl well Raven thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about kids for cash Anytime, anytime. (laughs) Anytime. It opens in Atlanta on February 28th at the AMC Phipps Plaza, so please go check that out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. 
Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. I'm your co-host, Minda Vanny. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to be talking with Jaylene about an interview that she did with the music group Pop Fiction. Uh, So how are you doing, Jaylene? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for being on the show with us tonight. Um, So a couple weeks ago, you got to do an interview with the music group Pop Fiction. So before we get into everything that you did in the interview, why don't you tell us a little bit about Pop Fiction and their genre and what they're all about? So, Pop Fiction is a new band, and it is um, Tyler, Justin, and Alex, and they're just three guys that really just want to have fun, and they really show that in their band, in their music. Um, Their music is all about having fun, and it's like a mixture of pop and rock, and it's it's really cool. It was really nice meeting them, and I think they're going to do really good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Again, like I said, you went and had an interview with them. So what was it like getting to meet them? I know you said that they were very nice, but, you know, what was that experience like for you? It was amazing. I felt like like immediately when I saw them, we became friends, and, and they were telling me all about their insiders, and we had our random moments, and they were just – they were really nice. They – um, they were really genuine and humble, you know, like they weren't, they didn't have a big head or anything. They were really nice and they, they, they were like, they liked talking about their music and everything about them. That's awesome. It's definitely nice when you talk to people and they're down to earth and, you know, because then it makes you feel like, oh, these people are just like me, you know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. So how old are they? What's like um, their age range and what sort of? Their age range mm-hmm. is about, uh, it's. From 18 to 21. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're, yeah, they're good. They're, they're nice and young, <laughs> young yes. in the game. That's awesome. And so they do music for, you know, what age range would you say? Or is um, it just, like, super fantastic that it's broad for everybody? I think their age range is definitely, like, young people. But I think definitely kids would like it. Uh, adults would like it. Their music is very catchy and... It's it's a good it has a good vibe to them. I I love their 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 singles that have just been released, Wild and Young and California Kids. They're Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um being in a in a group in a band, they sort of have to get along with each other. So, what did you feel like their dynamic and their friendship was like? Oh, they told like I felt like their friendship was really good. Like they had a good, nice relationship. They tell me that they do everything together. They always like to have fun, and um, they spend a lot of time together. You know, they go on tour a lot. They've they've been um, doing lots of tours with different artists, and so they spend a lot of time with each other. So I think they have to have a really good bond, especially if like the band wants to be successful. And I think they do. They have a really good bond. They were like finishing each other's sentences and interrupting each other but like in a good way in a friendly (laughs) way that's awesome so um do you know if they were friends prior to being in the band together um they were they said that they were friends like they came up with their title together and they really had this this goal of like let's make a band and let's um let's really like have a fun band out there like like something that's just like careless kind of 
Like you, they, mm-hmm. that's what they told me that they love their um, the California life. It's fun and young and wild. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's definitely something that I think would be so fun to just be in a band with your friends and be able to go on tour and do all that stuff, especially at a young age, because that's when, you know, you're so passionate about things and you're so new to all these things I think that's amazing um so two questions that came to mind when we were talking about that did they tell you about you know why they named their band pop fiction they did they told me that out of the random out of the blue they were thinking of names and they were like they had the re- the most random names like leather jacket and stuff like that and then they, <laughs> it just popped in their head pop fiction and they liked it so much that they were like yeah let's 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 have our name be pop fiction and their icon like their um, their symbol is a palm tree. And uh-huh. so it's really cool, actually. I thought it was really interesting. And so every time they see a squirrel, they go, squirrel! And then they were like, <laughs> then they told me, like, the whole thing about the palm tree, and that's how they got their name. So <laughs> That's so funny. Every time they see a squirrel, they say squirrel. That's amazing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. They sound so much fun. I want to meet them. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were incredible. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we are talking about the films Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Bend It Like Beckham, Kids for Cash, and right now we are talking with Jaylene about the music group Pop Fiction. They sound like so much fun. She was just telling me all about them. Um, They seem really, really fantastic. Um, So tell me a little bit about how long have they been together as a band? Well, I didn't get the approximate time, but... Um, they've said they've, they've been going at it for a couple months now. They, oh, cool. yeah, they've, they've, they've been doing a lot of stuff. They've been on tour with many artists, uh, Trevor Jackson. I, I don't know if you've seen him. He's on like, let it shine on Disney channel. Yeah. yeah. He, they went on tour with them and, and they're doing a lot of cool stuff. They did, they did a new music video and two new singles out. So mm-hmm. I have high hopes for them. <laughs> So what were your favorite questions that you asked them slash responses that you got from the guys? I, lo- I asked them what was their uh, favorite thing to do, like their pastime. And I really liked how um, Tyler, he told me that he really liked to go um, hockey. He liked to, he liked to play hockey a lot. And I, I don't know, I thought that was really cool because even his like crazy life uh, in a band he still has time to go and like play hockey and I thought that was really cool and oh I asked them what was their best talent <laughs> and uh, Justin told me he could rap oh that's <laughs> awesome so did he rap for you he did not I did I didn't ask him to rap for me but I I believed him I trust him <laughs> that's awesome that that's fantastic I would I would definitely be like you need to rap make up a rap about me <laughs> freestyle it out <laughs> um, so did you find out anything of, like else that was interesting and random about them or you know how they their music comes about or anything? Um, they told me that they're in, that they really like their inspiration um, is blink there's the band blink uh, I forgot what it was called blink, like 82 blink, blink 180 yeah blink, yeah, yeah. blink 180 and so I thought that was really cool they uh, they have their inspirations are what kind of leads them to their music and their lifestyle. They they grew up in Orange County, so they're used to the California life. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what do you what did you think of their style, you know, when you did you get to um like see what they were all dressed like and whatnot? Oh yes. They they had like kind of like a matching style. Although yeah. one was a little bit he had on uh like darker colors. Like mm-hmm. he had a more, I don't know, cooler sense of vibe. And his sunglasses and everything. But so then, they were definitely, like, the cool kids. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> With their vans. And I know um, uh, Alex had, like, uh, cheetah print vans on. And he had his T-shirt, the T-shirt with the palm tree on it. And so that was really cool. That's awesome. That's so fun. Um, so what do you think is your favorite song by them, if you have one? Um, I definitely liked Wild and Young. It was, it was their music video to it was like perfect. They were mm-hmm. running around with the American flag and, and during the sunset and it was like, it can't get better than that. And their, their music, yeah. it was they were wild and fun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, so you thought it was definitely catchy and it got under your skin. It was good. Yes. It was very good. It, it sticks in your brain for a long time. I remember singing it like five hours later, just like, Oh, that's a nice song. <laughs> 
So getting to meet them and sort of getting a sense of their personalities, do you think that their personality really shines through their music? I did. They had such a, like, a nice vibe. They were really down-to-earth and chill, and um, it definitely shows in their music. In their music, it shows, like, oh, they're just, they're just kids having fun, and it definitely comes out when they're speaking because they just, they just, I don't know, they just have this good vibe about them. They have really great personalities. They're really social, and it was nice interviewing them. Mm-hmm. So do you have any other fun questions that you want to share with us? Um, let's see. I am trying to remember, but I think, I think. It, it sounds like they were just really fun and crazy and just yeah. like squirrels yeah. and, and squirrel. All <laughs> well, they sound really fantastic. Um, so guys, we are going to play a little clip from their music and, um, Jaylene, thank you so much for telling us all about them. So guys, be sure to go check out Pop Fiction, get into their music, watch their music videos. They seem like really, really fun guys. And like I said, we're going to be playing a clip of their music. So check that out. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 